Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome to our book reading for today, When the Moon Split, a biography of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The book has been compiled by Saifur Rahman Mubarak Puri. We continue on page 155, Day of Distinction. With Abu Jahl's death, the Quraysh were humbled. They scattered, defeated by an army of men and angels, and thus ended the Battle of Badr. It was fought not for territory, riches or honor, but to make belief in Allah victorious over unbelief. The Muslims fought against their fathers, uncles, sons, brothers, cousins and friends. Umar radiallahu an killed his maternal uncle, Asib bin Hisham, while Abu Bakr faced his son, Abdul Rahman, and the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam's uncle Abbas was captured. Utbah bint Rabi'ah, who was one of the first three to challenge the Muslims in a preliminary duel, fought against his son, Abu Hudayfa, one of the Prophet's closest companions. Blood ties were severed so that belief could, would prevail over unbelief. The day came to be called Yom al-Furqan, the day of distinction, because on this day the battle lines were drawn not according to tribe, but according to belief in Allah. Fourteen Muslims were honored with martyrdom during the Battle of Badr, six Muhajireen and eight Ansar. They were buried at Badr, and their grave sites are still known today. On the pagan side, seventy men were slain and an equal number taken captive. Most of the dead were tribal notaries and chieftains. In fact, the bodies of twenty-four pagan chieftains were thrown into a foul-smelling well. The Prophet, peace be upon him, and his men stayed in Badr for three days. When he was about to begin the journey back to Medina, he stood over the well and called out to each chieftain by name, O son of so-and-so, do you wish you had obeyed Allah and his messenger? I have found that what my Lord promised me is true. Did you find your Lord's promise true? O Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Umar radiallahu an asked, How can you talk to bodies which have no souls? They hear me just as you do, but they cannot answer. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam explained. The pagans who had escaped carried the news of their defeat back to Makkah. The Makkans were crushed and disgraced. Unwilling to give the Muslims still in Makkah a chance to see them grieve, they prohibited mourning over their dead and captured. Refraining from mourning, however, would not be easy. For example, Aswad bin Muttalib lost three sons at Badr, and he desperately wanted to lament for his dead sons. One night he heard a woman weeping uncontrollably, and he assumed that mourning had been permitted. He immediately sent a slave to find out if it was so. He found out that mourning was still banned. The woman was crying for her lost camel. When he learnt this, he raged. She cries because her camel is lost and restlessness has disrupted his sleep. Cry not over the camel, but over Badr, where fortune fell on an evil day. The Prophet, peace be upon him, sent two messengers to announce the victory to the people of Medina. Abdullah bin Ruwaha went to the north of Medina, while Zaid bin Haritha went to southern Medina. The people of Medina had been worried, especially because the Jews had spread rumors that the mighty Quraysh had overpowered the Muslims. When the Prophet's messengers arrived, the people shouted, Allahu Akbar, Allah is great. The Muslims were jubilant. Allah had given them victory, and they were serene in their belief that Allah would reward those Muslims who fell in battle.
While the Muslims were heading back to Medina, the Prophet, peace be upon him, received a revelation from Allah concerning the distribution of the spoils of war. One-fifth of the booty was set aside for the Prophet, peace be upon him, and the rest was to be distributed among those who fought in the battle. He became the first Prophet who was allowed to share in the spoils of war. Allah also ordained that Nadir bin Harith be executed, and Ali radiallahu an beheaded him. Later the command to kill Utbah bin Abu Mu'ayt was given, and Asim bin Thabit Ansari beheaded him, but some sources indicate that it was Ali bin Abi Talib who slew him. Upon hearing the news of the great victory, many of the citizens from Medina travelled toward Badr in hopes of being the first to congratulate the Prophet They met the victorious Muslims in Ruha and accompanied them back to Medina. The sight of the triumphant Muslims entering Medina with dozens of captives led many people to become Muslim. After reaching Medina, the Prophet, peace be upon him, held consultations regarding the prisoners of war. Abu Bakr radiallahu an said they should let the Quraysh buy their freedom, while Umar radiallahu an was in favor of executing all of them. The Prophet, peace be upon him, decided to set them free in return for a ransom, which ranged from 1,000 to 4,000 dinars. Those who could not pay and were literate were required to teach 10 Muslim children each by way of ransom. Those unable to do either were set free anyway. A poignant sideline of this battle was the capture and subsequent ransom of Abdul As, the Prophet's son-in-law. Zainab, anha, the Prophet's daughter, who was the wife of Abdul As, was set in Makkah, and she sent a necklace to ransom her husband. The Prophet recognized the necklace. He himself had given it to his daughter as a wedding gift. His eyes filled with tears, and he sought the consent of his companions to free Abdul As without ransom. The companions agreed, and Abdul As was freed on the condition that he would let Zainab migrate to Medina. After he returned to Mecca, Zainab was allowed to join her father in Medina. When the Prophet ﷺ left for the Battle of Badr, his daughter Ruqayyah was ill. The Prophet, peace be upon him, asked Uthman, an, her husband, to stay in Medina to attend to his sick wife. He would get the same reward, the Prophet, peace be upon him, promised him, and an equal share of the booty as those who fought at battle. Usama bin Zaid was asked to stay in Medina for the same reason. Unfortunately, Ruqayya died before the Prophet returned. Usama bin Zaid said, The news of the victory came to us after we had already buried Ruqayya. Later, the Prophet, peace be upon him, gave his daughter Umm Kulthum anha, in marriage to the bereaved Uthman. An. Because he was married to two of the Prophet's daughters in succession, Uthman an came to be called Dhul Nurain, one who has two lights. Umm Kulthum anha, died while married to Uthman an, in the month of Sha'ban 9 after Hijrah and was buried next to the Prophet's mosque in the cemetery known as Baqi. The victory Allah granted the Muslims at Badr deeply grieved the pagans. Revenge was uppermost in their minds and to this end they devised plans to inflict heavy losses on the Muslims. As events show us, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala however turned the tables on the Quraysh and blessed the Muslims with further triumphs and even more prestige. Just one week after the return from battle or after two and a half or three months, According to some sources, Banu Sulaim began conscripting an army to invade Medina. 
In a pre-interp strike, the Muslims raided their base and came back with booty. Then Umair bin Wahab Jamahi and Safwan bin Umayyah decided to assassinate the Prophet Umair stole into Medina hoping to carry out his mission but was apprehended as soon as he entered Medina. Allah had revealed Umair's motives to the Prophet, peace be upon him, who in turn disclosed Umair's secret plan to him. Umair repented and embraced Islam. And that's where we leave our book reading for today. We're reading from the book, When the Moon Split, a biography of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. The book has been compiled by Saifur Rahman Mubarak Puri. If you would like to download this and other podcasts, you're welcome to do so. Go to vocfm.iono.fm and click on the book reading channel. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.